Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Zencaster. Okay, that is my favorite program to record the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. I absolutely love it. Studio quality sound. And in addition to audio, there's also a video option as well. So you can do your video podcasting or video conferencing. I encourage everybody, head over to Zencaster.com. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com. Check it out for yourself. They even have a free version so you can test it out. You can see if it's something that you want to incorporate into whatever projects that you have coming up. But I'm telling you right now, as a podcaster... Zencaster is number one for me. That's right. You're locked in. This is what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I, I've been on a streak of all these Hall of Famers and all these indie wrestlers and what have you, and, and those conversations are always fun. You know that. I, I live for those conversations, but I got to balance them out. I got to balance them out with just some general conversation where it almost feels like um, you, you audience members are eavesdropping on two people just shooting the breeze. And certainly there's one person on this planet who he shoots the breeze like no one I've ever spoken to before. Just always a pleasure to talk to this guy. Uh, we talk every day. That's how much I enjoy talking to this guy. Just a really good dude. So without further ado, welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast, my brother, Danny G. What's going on there, Danny? How you doing, Duke? Great to talk to you. Great to be back. Um, after all those Hall of Famers, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I, I got a lot to live up to here. So, uh, you know, I hope I can bring it this time. Well, listen, if my numbers dropped, I'm blaming you, all right? I, I don't know what Absolutely. the hell's going on. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I would expect that. So, you know, I would I would expect to I was people are going to look at who's this schmuck he's got on here, you know? And they're going to be like, God, screw it. We ain't listening to Duke this week. You're going to go from one to like 25 in a week. Let me tell you something. I have never dropped when you're on this show. Danny G is a draw, okay? I just want to make that clear to the whole world. Unlike Sam Punk, right? Ooh, Ooh, exactly. You're, you're a needle mover, unlike that guy. You know. Now, listen. What's this I hear about this hot chick that you've been dating? And uh, I still got to tell your wife about this. But this hot chick you've been seeing, I hear that she's into some kind of martial arts. What's what's going on here? That that, that hot chick is actually my wife of almost five years now. Um, been together almost ten. And yes, she is a black belt in taekwondo. She doesn't practice it as much anymore. But it was something that she um, she actually became a black belt right before we met. And um, one of the cool things is she actually sent me a picture while we were still kind of talking of her doing a roundhouse kick, uh, breaking a board to, uh, you know, get get the black belt. So, you know, I'm one of those guys that I have a wife that if I ever get out of line, she'll just kick the shit out of me, if you know what I mean. I was so. going to say, so you, you, you're with a woman who can absolutely crush you at any moment. Yep. Uh, this is a thing that you're into, huh? Uh, we'll, just say, we'll say no. We'll say no for that. We'll say no. Yeah. 
Well, listen, I, I'll tell you right now. I know that uh, she's a good woman because I, I saw the flamingos go up to her and feel comfortable being around. And I said, OK, so that that's that's a good spirit right there. Yeah, that you know? was uh, that would that was an excellent trip. That's you know, that was her, um, her a milestone birthday for her. And um, it's, it was on her bucket list. So that's why we did it for for her birthday. And um, it was worth it. One hundred percent. It was it was it was worth it just just for that, you know. The little the little videos right there was it was just fantastic. It was uh, it was it, it was a well deserved milestone birthday for my love. I love it. I love it. that's good stuff. So listen, do you think I can hire her because, you know, I got a bunch of people who cancel me every other week, and I need some muscle. And you know, now that I know that your your wife is basically Ronda not Ronda Rousey two point here, I think that um, <laughs> I think that I can start talking well, some more well, trash. Yeah. What's that? Let's ask her. Yeah, you can you can you can ask and you can say Mrs. Danny G is going to come after you. Exactly. That's it. That's it. I'm going to start making exactly. threats here. I'm going to start making threats because I know that if anyone comes after me, Mrs. Danny G will take care of the light work. So you know, I need her sometimes too after some of the heat I take on Twitter here and there. So <laughs> it's good to know I have backup. Let's put it that way. Listen, Danny, I take full responsibility for all the heat that you've been receiving lately. Um, guilty by association. You should have never come on this no. show. You know, your 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 life was so simple before you started coming on this show. Now suddenly everybody wants to talk trash to you. Complicated as hell now, Duke, but it's well worth it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, speaking of that, I've been catching some heat. Um, because you know, people people who don't know the history of Duke Loves Wrestling, they don't they don't really listen to this show. They they check in here and there and, and complain, but they don't really support it. They don't interact with it at all. They just like to bust my chops because they want to control everything that I do for some odd reason. I don't know why people want to control me. It's like, who am I? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, I've been catching some heat over this Vince McMahon investigation that the WWE board of directors is doing. Yep. Um, and the investors, really, of World Wrestling Entertainment, which ironically, I'm one of them. So I'm caught up in this, Danny, because I do own WWE stock. Okay. And um, full disclosure here. So, you know, I... I it, there's a potential that I've been wronged as well. So, you know, but people want to bust my chops about, well, how come you're not saying anything about Vince McMahon? And what do you, and how come you, it's like, hey, the guy is being investigated. Yep. And other executives are being investigated. And here's the thing first and foremost, it's not a criminal investigation. Okay. The investors are investigating. Executives, including the chairman, Vince McMahon, yeah. to see if they've done something that's improper yeah. with funds and what have you. You yeah. know, and, and primarily, did you have relations with an employee and then give them a, prid, uh, a quid pro quo here where you gave them something in exchange for sexual favors? That's what's being investigated. OK, so that's a violation of company policy. Um, that's a you know, it's a publicly traded company. So you have a responsibility to your investors to not do things like that, mess around with the money that way. I mean, there's more disclosures that are supposed to be made public, especially to the investors that if you got all these NDAs because you're paying people off for things you've done wrong, I mean, we need to know that so we can make sound decisions of whether or not we're going to continue to invest in your company. That's the way it goes, right? Those are the rules. Uh, but this isn't a criminal investigation. A lot of the humanoids, the pencil neck geeks, 
the uh, skinny jeans wearing malt beverage attitude folks. You know what I mean? They're not top shelf like Danny G or myself. A lot of these folks are trying to conflate issues and are saying that this is some kind of criminal mischief and, you know, this is a sexual assault investigation. It's like, no, it's not. First and yeah. foremost, we got to go by the, the information that's been made public to us. What we know that's been made public, or at least this is what's been stated here, is that it was a consensual relationship between someone, Vince McMahon, and someone else who was an employee, a paralegal. Um, and that person was paid off over a period of time in addition to having a sexual relate or some type of relationship with uh, the chairman. That's what we know. That's what's been made public. Everything else that's been said is conjecture. Uh, and that's why there's an investigation. But even still, it's a company investigation. It's not a criminal matter. What the hell do I have to say about that? You know what I'm saying, Danny G? So, yep. so here you are today. I'm bringing you on, a guy that I like to have conversations with. You and I are going to talk about this, and everybody can eavesdrop since they're on my backside so much. You're not saying anything about it. Okay, here you go, folks. I'm going to say plenty here. So, Danny G, in the United States of America, everyone's innocent until proven guilty. And this isn't even a criminal matter at this point. Does it make sense for me? To sit here and and tar and feather anybody when we don't even know what the facts are yet completely? No, of, of course not. Um, here's, 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 the, here's my take on it. Um, first and foremost, is he guilty? Of course he is. I mean, if anyone thinks Vincent Kennedy McMahon is uh, is a golden child, or if he's you know some some you know goody two shoes, you're 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 sadly mistaken. I've been of the theory in my entire life that people in business that become successful like he has, you don't get there by being nice. You don't get there by being uh, a good guy all the time. You generally have to do some very bad things to get to that level. So you make a very good point where it's not a criminal investigation because it's not. Um, what he did was not illegal. If he did it, it's not illegal. Is it immoral? Absolutely. Um, has it probably been going on for years? Again, absolutely. I mean, you're you're naive if you don't think these things have been going on. But they never get investigated until one thing happens, when investors think that you're effing with their money. And then so they think that Vince McMahon was effing with some of their money. So if there is non-disclosure agreements being paid out with WWE funds, then yes, there is a big, big problem with that. If it's Vincent Kennedy McMahon's personal checkbook paying off these people again, or this person again, is it immoral? Absolutely. Do I agree with it? No. Do I think it's horrible? Yes. But again, it ain't illegal. And he didn't do anything in that aspect where he deserves to you know, necessarily lose his job yet. Um, I understand. I know he stepped aside, which was probably the right thing to do. Um, I'm of the belief, Duke, that I actually think his past couple appearances on uh, SmackDown and on Raw were um, to – I think he's kind of doing his, doing his farewell tour. I really do. I think uh, Vince has always said we have to do what's best for business. 
And what may end up becoming best for business is he has to step aside and he has to go away. And that would include creative too. He would have to move away from all of that. And I think honestly, that's what is eventually going to happen the next couple of months is he is going to be stepping aside because he's going to be forced to. And the company is just going to have to move forward because if he truly wants what's best for business, um, the stock price is already down $7. Uh, He doesn't want it to go down much more than that. Um, So I honestly think that this is the beginning of the last we're going to see of Vince McMahon, and he's he's going to these events and he's making appearances because he wants to soak it in. He wants to soak in the Mr. McMahon character. He wants to hear the crowd cheer for him. And then I think it's, it's going to be over. I mean, he's 76. You know, the torch has to be passed sooner rather than later. And with Stephanie being the head of the company right now, uh, we all know Nick Khan is the true head of the company. But having Stephanie up front, um, it's a good thing for their image. He, you know, she is very, very well respected. And she could do some very good things with the company, I think, and help move them, move them forward as well as they've been moving forward even recently because they, I mean, Nick Khan, whether we agree with him or not, has done a wonderful job making money for that company. I mean, those are that, that's solid take there, Danny G. And, and I, I disagree with you on a couple of points, but I understand where you're coming from, and, and you probably are going to be right and I'm going to be wrong. The way that I see it, I don't think there's a chance in hell Vince McMahon is removed from that company. First of all, he would he would have to be found guilty of just the type of mischief that would cause, you know, some type of um, some type of nuclear meltdown, so to speak, within that company in order to get rid of a guy who owns 83 percent of the uh, the shares. Yeah, basically using using company money to pay people off is. is, So so here's the issue. I don't think that that's the case based on what we know. um, I agree with you. He wasn't using company money. He used his own personal money. But the problem is, at least in terms of the in terms of the upfront pay payments that we could see giving anyone a raise that is a significant. I mean, he doubled a person's salary. You know, that does yeah. that make sense? Is that consistent with what they do, especially for a position like that of paralegal? Most paralegals don't even come in to a job at 100K. And, yeah. you know, this person went from 100 to 200 overnight, you know, in less than a year, it sounds like. So that could be a big problem. Yeah. But I think the guy pays a fine and we go back to business as usual. I don't think that. If the government couldn't take Vince McMahon down, I don't. I just don't see how this investigation is going to do it. Uh, now um, you're changing my mind, Duke, because I, I hadn't thought of it that way. And, and that's the thing. It's not. I mean, come on. If the government's going after you, I mean, you know, they usually they usually hit more than they miss when they start focusing on Correct. somebody. But uh, I, I will say this though. I'm very disappointed in anyone in that company who has utilized their position to take advantage of those that are in positions that are in lower rank than them. You shouldn't be doing that type of stuff. And, and the power dynamics are so massive, especially in a situation where we're talking about the chairman of the board, the CEO of the company. You only have two choices if you're being accosted by somebody like that. You're either going to quit 
or you're going to go along with it and hopefully get paid. That's it. There's no in between there. You know what I mean? Because yep. who are you going to go to? You can go to HR. You can go. But he's the CEO of the company. And I don't care how great of an employee employee you are. Everybody can be performance managed out of their job. There's not a. Oh, absolutely. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. happen. The most perfect employee, you can find something wrong with what they're doing and find a way to write them up, put it in their file, put them on an action plan, get rid of them. And, And a lot of people are employees at will these days. And I'm sure that that's the case in the WWE, which means that you really don't need to give a reason for why you're getting rid of somebody. I know. So it's, you know, there are ways from a corporate structure to remove anyone from a job. I think that it's it's rotten and it's disgraceful that these men, and as a man I'm saying this, that these men are taking advantage of their position the way that they have. And I'm waiting for the investigation to confirm, but I'm, I'm with you, Danny G. If, if you're asking me my opinion based on what I have seen and what I've heard and what have you, I'm, I'm of the, the frame of mind that Vince McMahon is, is not innocent of taking advantage of his position. I mean, we've seen him do it on television and and on the shows where it's like, well, they're just acting, but it's like, buddy, you don't need to be kissing your employees. I mean, they're your employees. You're not even a fellow wrestler. They're your employees. Why are you kissing them? Why are you talking about their bodies? Why are you making sexual innuendo? Who wrote that crap? Why are you going along with it? It never made sense to me. It was always kind of uncomfortable, let's say. Yeah. Um, And, and, and look, Duke loves wrestling. WWE has blackballed me a few times. People have come on this show. They've buried that company and they've told their personal experiences. So it's not like we're talking rumors here. I've had people talk about racism, sexism, uh, CTE issues, union busting. I even had Manny Fernandez talk about a time where he told Vince McMahon to go F himself. And WWE was completely BS at me over uh, airing that. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm going to say that now. And I'm sure somebody's going to get pissed off at me for saying that publicly, but it's okay. So a lot of people out there are confused, Danny G, when they say, well, you're always sticking up for the WWE and you you just want to bury AEW and you never say anything. It's like, hey, you better check the record. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Yeah. WWE's yep. gotten completely buried on this show. Absolutely. And, I mean, you can you can still, you know, bury someone, but also be supportive of the product at the same time. You know what I mean? That. It's 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 you know it is possible to be able to do more than one thing at once. Imagine and that. it I know, no, no, most people can't imagine that. There's there's no gray area with a lot of people in, in, in these days. You know, I mean, you know, look at it this way, okay? How many times has a professional athlete from another team, from a team that you that you root for, you know, look at the Sean Watson. Look at the Sean Watson. How many, you know, 24 sexual misconduct allegations, all civil suits, right? But the Cleveland Browns just gave him $270 million guaranteed, fully guaranteed. And have has anybody given up their Cleveland Browns tickets? No, of course not. They're going to go to the games, you know? And it's, 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 you know, I'm not defending this in any way, shape, or form, but, you know, it's okay to not like what Vince McMahon did or whatever, but you can still support the product because realistically in this case, the employees, which are the wrestlers, I don't have anything to do with it. Not one thing at all. 
You know what I mean? And technically, the last I, I, I checked, I don't really tune into professional wrestling to see Vince all that much. Yeah, it's nice when he has an appearance here and there. I think it's cool, you know? But I tune in to watch the men and the women kick each other's ass in the ring. That's what I watch, you know? So, you know, it's just it's it 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 sucks because it's a high profile position and he deserves anything that comes his way because it's probably been going on for a long time and been swept under the rug and stuff like that and those things those things happen in all sorts of companies all over the world, all over the country, even more so in other parts of the world. Um sexual harassment is rampant in in a lot of other parts of the world. We don't even understand how bad it is until you've maybe worked for a company that is, you know, from Europe that or is owned by Europe. You see different things and it all is just, it's, it's an unfortunate situation, but I mean, I myself, am not going to stop supporting WWE just because the CEO did some crappy things. You know, I'm going to support the people that are out there that are giving their, 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 their blood, sweat and tears every week to give me a good product. That's who I support. Ultimately, I don't support Vincent McMahon. I support the people he employs, and that's who I cheer for. Well, and, and this is the thing, and I, I always say that on this show. My issue is with The Office. It's not with the the men and women, the boys and the yeah. girls, as they refer yeah. to themselves. Um, my issue is always with The Office, regardless of what wrestling company it is. So yeah. I can take issue and advocate for better for the wrestlers and take issue with the actual office while still supporting the wrestlers, which is all that is. Absolutely. So I'm with you hundred yep. percent. And and I'll tell you, I have people in AEW that I absolutely support. And some of those people have been on this show, you know, and, and it's not a secret because Tony Khan has confronted some of the people who I absolutely support and have asked them, about, hey, you know, what's this guy's problem? You're, you're friends with that guy and, like, questioning this thing. So, you know, <laughs> it's not as if there isn't a clear distinction here of what's going on. I don't bury the wrestlers. I don't, you know, I may say a wrestler yeah. needs to, to be, be more of a professional, work on their craft a little better or something like that. But w- what am I really saying? I'm still supporting the wrestlers when I say that. Because a person who has no business being in the ring because they're unsafe, they're not training, they're not doing the right thing, they're going to hurt somebody, including themselves out there. Absolutely. So, but, yep. you know, in, in the case of this Vince McMahon and, and investigation and all this stuff, D- Vince McMahon needs to be on TV. Okay? In my opinion, he needs to be on TV. This is not a criminal investigation. So he needs to be on TV. The stock, as you just stated, is down. Although for the year, it's still up. It's down, you know, over the over the past month, but it's still up for the year. And that's we want to make sure we stop that bleeding. One of the ways to do that is to continue to put out a product that people are enthusiastic and interested in. And unfortunately, controversy sells. So because this controversy, people are tuning in at, at greater numbers than before. Like they want to see what's going to happen next. Yep. And they don't know, in, in, especially with Vince himself, because this has got to be leading up to something. Just coming out and saying something, you know, John Cena is, is going to be showing up next week. Well, we already knew that, Vince. Yep. You know what I mean? So clearly there's something that they're working toward, Yeah, at least in my opinion. So I, 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 You make a good point. I don't disagree with any of that. I don't disagree with any of that, my man. That's, I want, I want his ass on TV. He better work. 
Always <laughs> ass out there and work, buddy. Yeah, I think I, I don't think we can question Vince's work ethic. Well, I, no, I, I'm not yeah. questioning his work ethic, but I'm questioning his decision making behind the scenes that has put all of us in this weird position. Yeah. Where I'm getting I'm getting buried because of something that he did wrong. I didn't go out into the company <laughs> and pay some lady and play patty cake with her or what have you. So what the hell am I getting a hard time for? So now, Vince, get your ass on TV. I want to see you out there, and I want to see you out there for more than a couple of minutes saying a couple of words. I want to see your ass out there in segments. We're yeah. going to work with this guy. And I don't give a damn how he feels. I don't care if his hip is bothering him. I don't care if his knee is bothering him. I don't care if his, if his Botox and his face is bothering him. Get your ass on TV and work. Okay? That's what I want to see from Vince McMahon because you put us all in this bad position, and I'm sick of it. I'm yep. sick of taking advantage. All you CEOs, all you rich muckety-mucks out there, you've been living high on the hog too long. You've been sitting there thinking you're untouchable. And, you, and now you're putting everything in a situation where it's like a house of cards that could fall. People are sick and tired of the indulgence of the bull crap. They're sick of it. You had no business doing what you did, old man. You knew what you did was wrong. Okay. You knew that it was going to come back to bite you. And you still had the audacity in this day and age during Me Too and all these other things going on in this protest culture like we haven't seen since the since the old civil rights movement in this day and age this kind of crap is still happening are you kidding me no get your old ass on tv and work i don't give a damn how you feel either wheel him out there get out there and work in fact i want to see him in a match i want to see somebody slap the guy around out oh, there come anymore. on you saw that stunner at wrestlemania duke that was not pretty this is the same fool who had people kissing his ass on TV like a like a lunatic. I want his ass in the ring. I want his, I want listen, I want Bobby Lashley to to make Vince McMahon bleed, sweat, and pay the price of a lifetime. Put him I'm, in the ring and just crush him. I don't care. You okay. know there's some of those people that really would love to do that too. Brother, I want it. I want to see it happen. Let Sasha Banks kick him in the balls. Okay, I want to see it all, man. This guy, he wants to be a carny. He wants to play patty cake. Well, then put him in the ring and let's get our money's worth out of him. I want Barnum and Bailey's circus out of this guy. I want to put him in silly outfits. I want to slap him with with cream puffs and and, and dump shit on him. The whole nine yards. I I want every negative thing that's ever happened to a wrestler in that company on TV. Put Vince McMahon through that for the rest of the year. Okay. That's a good. I, I I actually like it, and you know what I really like about it is, I think Vince would actually do it. I think he would too, which is why I think I he would do it. I, yeah, you know, because here's <laughs> the thing, Danny, Danny G. I'm a consistent guy. When when Ali was out there acting like you know a big shot and talking about demanding to get out of his contract and all that, you signed the contract, pal. What did I say? I said put him on TV, and I want him to put the whole roster over. I want everybody to beat that guy on TV. Okay, that's what I said about that, because that's the way it should be. So with Vince McMahon, yep. I want the same thing. I want everybody to beat the hell out of the guy every week on TV, find new and creative ways, put him in the – what was that, Raw Underground? Put him in Raw Underground and let some of these kids toss him around a little bit. The guy needs to learn his lesson. Okay? Oh, that's what can't I can't bring Raw Underground back, dude. Come bring on. it back for him. And the only people that – the only guy that's consistently going to fight in there is Vince McMahon. Okay, everybody else want almost want the giant almost to pick him up by his head and just crush him. Okay, that's it. That's I mean, why not? Yeah, I yeah. um, Yeah. You know what? 
you, you, you know what, Duke? That's that that that's you know that would make too much sense. You know what I mean? So you know who knows if they would do it. But I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Vitz would be opposed to that. I think he would because I mean he's been ridiculed on TV plenty of times before. And you're right. You know, one week almost drops him from his head. Uh, next week, you know, Lashley spears him and taps him out with the with the full Nelson. It would be great. You know, instead week of, after that, the, the Miz, the Miz gives him the, you know, gives him the the, the, the finishing move. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, lots of good stuff. I'm, instead, I'm with you. I'm with you. Instead of the kiss my ass club, we can turn it into the Vince McMahon kick my ass club. Kick Everyone slides kicking his ass. Okay. That's what right. I want to say. All right, BKM. All right, Vince, if you're listening, boom. That's it. You're so, booked. You're booked so, to the next six months. To the next six months. I just booked it. I, I just took care of the company, and the ratings would be through the roof. It, you'll get all the news, attention, and everything. I mean, come on. It writes itself. And, and the Absolutely. best part I mean, about- seriously, like, who, who, went, who wouldn't love to see somebody kick Bill Gates' ass? Exactly. You know what I mean? Or Elon Musk's ass. <laughs> exactly. You exactly. know, Mark Zuckerberg, you know? Who wouldn't want to see them get their ass kicked on TV? We all would. We all would. And put them in a hardcore match and see what happens. Put them in a hell in the cell. You know what I mean? I mean, come on, man. This is like... And look, all you humanoids out there that's been giving me a hard time about this, that's how I feel, okay? Are you happy? That's how I feel. I want to make money off of this guy. Let The Undertaker throw him off top of a cage. Absolutely. Bring The Undertaker back just to do that. I want to make money off of Vince McMahon. I don't yeah. I don't want this guy off TV. I want him on TV getting his ass kicked. Nice. That's I like it. it. I, I like want to it. make money off of the bastard. I don't I want like nothing it. else, okay? The guy is over here putting people in a position that he has no business putting people in position on, not only on TV, but off TV. You want to know how I feel about this investigation and all the years of crap? Put Vince McMahon on TV and kick his ass, period. There it is. Now, Danny, you're going to get canceled for being a part of everything I just said. Uh, so what? <laughs> so if I, if I really gave a crap or I gave a shit about what people think of me, It'd be, you know, I, you know, I have enough stress to worry about in my life. I don't need to worry about um, what what people I don't really know think about me. You know, I've I've, I've been at the belief for years that you know you have a small circle of friends, you have a small circle of people in your life, and those are the people that you really want to have a good opinion of yourself. People that you don't know, who cares? Who cares? You know, honestly, who cares? It, who cares? It, it, you know, because in two minutes they're not going to be part of your life, and it doesn't matter. Well, listen, and in, in, in the switch speeds here, we, we, you know, since we're on a roll, we might as well talk about the other big story in wrestling, at least in in, uh, in the IWC this time. Brad Shepard. I love Brad. I, <laughs> this, was, we, this, this may get me canceled, but I, 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 I mean, honestly, people can say what they want about Brad. He, he, everything he says comes comes to fruition. It's right. It's true. It's here, true. You know what I mean? It, it is. It, it is what it is. You know, and yeah, and I mean, I, I, you know, I was. I actually followed Brad before even you and I met on on, on Twitter and everything. I always liked his work. I and stuff. And then I remember he was on your show not that long ago when I listened. It was one of my favorite episodes ever. And you know, I mean, you know, I don't know Brad personally. I mean, we talk on Twitter once in a while and stuff like that. But I, I, I think that when he, you know, when he says something, it's 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 legit. It's real. And, uh, you know, to the point where I don't even believe half of what comes out of those other jackasses sites until I until I get confirmation from Brad. Yeah. Yeah. Brad. Brad is the most. Let me tell you how accurate Brad is. There are people high up in WWE 
who have admitted they don't know how he does it, but Brad Shepard is the most accurate out there when yeah. it comes to reporting on things going on in WWE. And, and that's why a lot of these folks can't stand the guy. Because here's the thing. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody uh, will say things that we disagree with. How many people are you going to find that fundamentally agree with everything that you agree with? Nobody. You know what I mean? You might find somebody that, yeah, you know, the guy, um, he believes that you're supposed to uh, feed the birds today. But, you know, the guy puts mayonnaise on his sandwich. I, fundamentally, I can't stand mayonnaise. How the hell could he put mayonnaise on his sandwich? You know, it's like this is real life. We, we, we're not always going to yeah. agree on everything. And I don't need yeah. to agree with everybody on everything. In nope. fact, I prefer people that we we see things differently because it challenges me and it challenges the other party to find common ground with each other. And a lot of these lunatics yep. out there, they act as if they have to live in their own little small bubble where they have to agree on everything with people or at least pretend to. And they literally cannot function if that's not the case. So then, so then they start going on the attack. Brad defends himself. Then Brad starts needling them. Then they have more meltdowns, but they can't get over unless they're talking about Brad. It's a very strange song and dance that these folks do. I, I just stay out of it because, you know, if you piss me off and I really start going in, people are really going to get their feelings hurt. So I try to I try to be a reasonable guy here. I don't want to go into Twitter wars with some of these lunatics because I feel bad for a lot of them. They're disturbed people. Who, don't, who have no control over their own lives, which is why they keep trying to control the lives of others. Very disturbed people. How the hell do you cover wrestlers and you're cussing wrestlers out left and right? How does that work? I would love to know yeah. how that works. I know. They don't I know. need us, but we need them. You're cussing out the people that you're supposed to be covering. How does that work? You know what I mean? Just lunatics. Just complete lunatics. Yep. So one of the things about Brad Danny G people were talking about this guy and I didn't know who the hell he was. And I'm like, all right, why do people keep talking trash about this guy? What's really going on? He's the worst guy ever, whatever. So I hit him up. I said, Hey, people, and this is like four years ago, three, four years ago. I said, listen, people keep talking about you. Um, I don't know you. I don't have an opinion of you, but I'm inviting you to come on my show. And, and I'm going to ask you some questions about what the hell is really going on here. And he said, listen, you're one of the first people to ever approach me this way. Yes, I will come on your show and you can ask me anything. And sure enough, this is like four years ago, Danny. He answered every single question I had. He stood firm and we disagreed on some things. We agreed on some things. But one of the things that I appreciate about Brad is that he he wasn't afraid to stand firm and just be like, look, this is this is where I'm coming from. People either love it or hate it. I don't really care. This is where I'm coming from. Yep. So I said, OK, at least I, I know where I stand with a person like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so absolutely. That, so we and this guy get along for that reason alone, because there's, there's never any question. There's a lot of these knuckleheads out there. They're snakes. They smile <laughs> and they say nice things to you. Then they're burying you to somebody else. They're snakes. Yep. Right. I never have to worry about that with, with people like Brad, people like yourself, people like Lavelle Porter. There's a whole bunch of people out there who when you see me interact with them and you see me put them over and stuff like that, there's a reason for that. Because I know that if they got a problem, they come directly to me and we have a conversation about it. Yep, I've never had to worry about them burying me and acting stupid. 
You know what I mean? Which 100%. some of these other folks, they have no honor. They have no respect. They don't even respect. They they tweet about how much they hate themselves, Danny. How are we supposed to expect them to love anybody yep. else? They hate themselves. I know. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, you know, some of the stuff that's recently happened with Brad recently um, and stuff. And I mean, my opinion is this. And again, I don't know Brad on a personal level. I don't. Um, I do think that he's somebody that I would get along very well with personally and go out and have, have a couple beers with and have a good time. We would probably argue about some stuff. We would probably agree on some stuff. But that's the beauty of having a friend, you know. Um, but my opinion with Brad is obviously he's a pretty controversial guy. But you know what? If you're going to get involved with him, you kind of know that going in. You don't. He doesn't hide from it. He doesn't hide who he is. He's not fake. He is what he is. And I admire people like that. You know, you don't have to like him. You don't have to, you know, if, if you don't like him, then don't follow him on Twitter. Don't, don't, don't listen to anything he says. Don't worry about it. There are people online, online that I don't like. I don't like Philip Lindsay from, from whatever his Bleacher Report or whatever he is on. I, I can't stand the guy. I think he's an AEW show. So you know what? I don't follow him. And if the stuff comes along on my timeline because somebody shared it, I just don't listen to it. I don't care. You know? And if people, you know, it, it's if, if your mission in life is to just go on Twitter and badmouth somebody because they don't agree with you and they don't like you, then you've got a very freaking sad life. You really do. Because it's, I don't know. I I don't even know. But it's, I mean, I have a pretty good life. You know, everybody, I think a lot of other people have good lives too. But if you just want to go and be a keyboard warrior and come at me and say this and say that, I, I, you know, I love it because I get people that come at me at Twitter with stuff. Oh, you this or that. And then I bark back. And then what happens? You don't hear a word, you know, because you know what? I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of somebody who lives in a basement, you know, and like I know Brad always. I know from what I understand, Brad's a pretty big dude. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? I'm a pretty big dude, too. You know, six three two forty. So you want to come at me? Come at me, buddy, even though you probably don't even know where I'm from. So, you know, Getting back to Brad, I truly enjoy. I enjoy his site. I enjoy listening to him. I love his podcast. I think he's funny. Um, I don't agree with everything he does or everything he says. I don't. It's it's not all of it's my cup of tea. But you know what? Overall, he's a very good news source, and and, and I enjoy it. And if if, if you're not going to like me because I like somebody that you don't, you can go fuck yourself. That's the way I look at it, you know? Yeah, I'm with you 100%. And listen, again, do I agree with everything Brad says or or what have you? No, of course not. And But the difference between me and, and a lot of other people who I see who have meltdowns over that, I will speak to Brad and say, hey, man, I you know I disagree with that. And he'll say, okay, well, what's your take? And I give him my take and he gives his take. And it's like, okay, good for us. And that's the end of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Do I need to have a whole meltdown? Over the fact that he doesn't like this and I like that. Who gives a damn? Let me tell you something. People are going crazy over the fact that Brad released that woman's name who is believed to have had the affair um, with Vince McMahon. At least that's what the report stated, right? That, that yep. you know, the original article and all that good stuff. They they identified her in terms of job title and, and how she went from one 
uh, tax bracket to another seemingly overnight. It, it wasn't hard to figure out the woman's name, but but Brad was one of the first to put her name out there. Okay, me personally, would I have done that? No, not because I have some moral compass and I think I, you know, I'm trying to protect this. No, it's none of that. None of that crap. None of that crap. It ain't about that because I don't think you. There's no moral compass with that. There was no secret that who this person was. Jesus Christ, she had her picture, her, her job title, and everything online. You think that's a secret? That's not a secret. So no, it's not because of that. I'm going to tell you why I wouldn't have done it. Because I don't, I don't think she's newsworthy enough to do it. <laughs> My focus is on the fact that you've got these executives taking advantage of the employees. I, I don't care who the employee is per se. Yeah, That's what the company is. The company is investigating that. They can oh, deal yeah. with that. I, you know I what mean, I mean? Yeah. For I me as media, I'm focused on Vince. What's that? I mean, I look at it in a couple of different ways. Um, one, first and foremost, it takes two to tango, okay? And if it was a consensual situation, why does one person get revealed but not the other? Because what you just said, one is newsworthy and one is not, okay? But then again, at the same time, why does somebody's name get dragged through the mud but the other one doesn't? In a situation like that, you both deserve to get dragged through the mud, but Danny G, here's the here's the issue though, Danny G. The power dynamic makes it a challenge. This is the CEO and chairman of the of the board here. Mm-hmm. It's it's not as if like what choices could she have made in that situation? If she would have said no and rebuffed his advances, then she could have been fired. And in the in the way the economy was going and where it is today, I mean, come on, who the hell could afford to lose their job in that situation? Especially no, considering the amount of money that she was making life changing money for her. Yeah, absolutely. So I I understand that the power dynamic puts it in a situation in which she was at a disadvantage and I think she was being taken advantage of. That's my take on that. Because of the power advantage. Now if they were if there were two people on equal level and they started fooling around with each other. Then, I mean, the other party couldn't have possibly paid her more money and all this other stuff. So then that's not even a it's not even anything to talk about. It's just two people who work together who are screwing around. But because of the power dynamic, it kind of it puts her at such a disadvantage that I just don't think she's important enough um, that I need to, to identify her and, and, and talk about her to that degree. I'm more focused on the bastard who took advantage of her. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's just me. But that's not my moral compass per se. It's just common sense business to me. But Brad Brad reported on who she was. And I don't care. No, it's I don't like, okay. You know, so so some of these fools, and listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the guy who had the network, quote unquote, that Brad's show was on, he's out here going absolutely bonkers on, on everywhere talking crazy about Brad and saying that. You know, because of that incident, that's why he took Brad's show off of his quote unquote network. Whatever the hell that means. The guy thinks he's CNN or or or, or Apple Music or, or Spotify or something. He has a network. What the hell does that mean? If if Danny G, if I get you and your wife and your kids to start shows and I and, and you know and, and I put it out there under my uh feed, whoever my host is, you know what I mean, then I could say I have a network too. Well, whoop-de-doo. I'm the king of the world, too. I mean, what the hell? Come on, buddy. You know what I mean? Take it easy. You don't have a network. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. You don't have a network. You are not NBC. Stop it. 
Stop it right now. Okay. You're so, fucking killing me, man. I mean, what are we talking about? Like this, some of these folks are delusional. Some of these folks know, are really like they've created this online life. They have no concept of the real world, maybe because they've had challenges in the real world that are so serious that they have to create this online life where they just it's like they're trying to recreate themselves. You don't have a network, buddy. You were like, give me a break. You know I, what I mean? Because I, you uploaded a podcast. Stop it. I know. I know. You know? And who are your sponsors? And one and you know, I'm getting back to like one of the reasons I really, really, really like Brad was this stuff with him. It's not his life. No, it's not his life. You know what I mean? He does it because he enjoys it. That's it. He does it because he likes professional wrestling, and he, you know, and he's fortunate enough to have a platform where he can report on it and do stuff like that. You know, I mean, I mean, just 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 like yourself, Duke. You've got a life outside of your podcast. You've got a very successful life outside of your podcast. You know, one of the reasons I started listening to your show when I started following you on Twitter was because I knew that. I'm like, here's a guy who just loves, you know, wrestling. You know, he, he made a podcast. You, when you probably started Duke Loves Wrestling six years ago, you didn't think it would become what it is. No, you just, of course you know, not. You, you were doing it because it's something you wanted to do and you enjoyed it. And you're freaking good at it. So that's 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 the beauty of it, and because but you know what though, you don't you know you don't do an eight. To, this isn't your nine to five. You do this because you enjoy it, and it's and, and it's something good for you. And Brad is the same way. I mean, and then you know, I mean, look, I I hope to God that maybe someday you can turn this into a into a full time gig because that would be fantastic for you. But you know, now that you guys are in the realm of the guys like you know Meltzer and Sap. And all those other guys, but like dirt sheets is their life, you know, like and they're out there chasing like stories about uh let's face the facts, it's a staged, it's a it's 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 a stage show, it's a male soap opera that we all love, and they're out here trying to chase facts and get stuff and whatnot, and I mean, seriously, cut it out. You know, these wrestlers are playing you just like just just like they're playing their character on TV. You know, and, and that's why guys like you and Brad are are fantastic because it's not your life. You, you you do this because you enjoy it. You want to get to know people. You want to talk to wrestling fans. You want to have fun. That's why, you know, guys like you guys are great. I appreciate that, Danny. And, and, and really, I do, because you're a guy who, you know, just like you said about my Brad and myself, you're a guy that has a has a real life, <laughs> you know, off the Internet with with the with the real family and real responsibilities, a real job. And you're you're a real person. This this online stuff and, and and what have you, you're just having a good time. It's a source of entertainment. It's exactly. Not, it's you know some of these folks they take this thing so seriously, and that's why they put themselves in a position where they every every couple of weeks they're having meltdowns, talking about how they need to take a break, and they're having frustrations and mental health and all. It's like get the hell out. Listen, you, putting that stuff online talking about how how unstable you are for one reason or another how the hell is anyone supposed to take you seriously after that when you start picking on other people or talking crazy about other people yeah you don't even like yourself exactly that's I mean, how many, to all of them you don't I, even like yourself how many times on your facebook feed have you hidden somebody who is constant drama drama 
Just you, you don't want to deal with it. You don't want to see it. You know, I mean, I know Twitter's different, and I, Twitter's, you know, Twitter's worse. Twitter, it is worse, and it's what worse. makes it worse is because Twitter's a cesspool, and they and, and everyone knows it's a cesspool. So if you're you going to go on is, Twitter, because they feed off of each other, these folks, these miserable people, they feed <laughs> if off. If you're going to go other. on Twitter and bare your soul, dude, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I, you I don't have an answer for you. Be a professional. That. That's what I say to all of them. I'm not. Listen, let me tell you something. I'm a big proponent of therapy. Okay. I, I've I've been in therapy so uh, for many years. Okay, yep. you got to just like a car. You got to make sure you stay tuned up. You got to get your oil checked. You got to make sure you're running smooth, brother. And and your and your brain is definitely something that you got to keep. And your emotions, you got to make sure that you that you fine tune them and that you're constantly paying attention to them. Twitter is not the place. Okay. <laughs> Getting on what a push there. in therapy. Yeah, one minute it's like, oh, you know, I, somebody hire me, and I don't know why people don't give me more interviews, and I don't know why I can't do this. And then the next minute, I hate my life and whatever. And then the next minute, oh, I hate Brad Shepard. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Like, I know. Stop it. All, all I, of you. I, okay. I know. I know. It's, stop it. It's, it's, yeah. People don't know how to take a step back, too. They don't know how to no. take a step back. And, I mean – it's funny because you, you you read all these wrestling Twitter things and you want to with these fans and you want to be like, they can't be serious. You know what I mean? This is a joke. And then you, 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 then it keeps happening. I'm They're like, serious. I'm like, oh my god. You know what I mean? I mean, look, look. I don't care how many followers I have on Twitter. This shit doesn't bother me. Who cares? You know what I mean? It's it's nuts. It's, yeah, I hear you. I hear you, but you know, I mean, like I said, we, we started talking about Brad. We went off on this tangent, but well, because it's all it's all connected. And let me tell you something, Danny. I made a, I made a decision a long time ago when I was doing when I started this show because I try to do the rumors thing where you know I had regular segments talking about the top stories in wrestling, and unfortunately, most of the top stories were rumors. They were yeah. unfounded takes on things that over time you find out that most of what was being said is just not true. It was just made up stuff, mostly from Meltzer and people like that. And and these websites would just regurgitate that. And, I, and you know what? That's not Dave's fault that everyone's regurgitating the things that he makes up. If you ever listen to Dave Meltzer talk, he starts off by saying, when someone asks him a question, he'll say, you know, I don't know. Uh, and then he'll go, yeah, you know, he went down the road and, and, and he body slammed this one and he flipped off his mother and, and what have you. So I, I don't know why he did that. Um He's been having a tough time in life, and 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 I hear that his wife's cheating on him, and and you know I hear that uh, he's going to lose his contract. I mean that's what's going on there, but I don't know, I don't know. So like Dave does this weird thing where he says I don't know, and then he says a bunch of nonsense, and then he says I don't know. So covers, he tries he to covers get- his base. He 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 talks out of both sides of his mouth, and he covers himself so that if he's not wrong either way, not wrong either way, and it's a it's a hustle. You know what? God bless the guy. He's made a living off of talking nonsense like that. But the part that kills me is that people will will take what he says and run with it and act like it's real news. I think that's that's just rotten. I think it's ridiculous. So I made a decision a long time ago. You know what? Not only am I not going to report on the rumors and, and, and make that a very rare thing to even discuss, quote unquote, rumors, but I'm not even going to break news on this show. And Danny... Every single day, people across this industry hit me up with news that if I were to put it out, it would be breaking news. Okay? And some of the stuff, 
if it seems like it's credible enough, I'll pass along to somebody else and I'll say, hey, you know, find another source or two. But here's what I'm hearing about that thing. And then they go off and, and you know, there's a lot of big news stories that I've hit over the past six months alone that I passed along to some of these people who, who broke it. You know what I mean? But I don't break news. Here's what I do. I will have either the, one of the sources of the actual news item come on the show and speak from firsthand experience or whomever is the person who broke the news and it's been proven to be true. I'll have them come on the show and talk about it. And through the history of this show, you've seen that. I can't chase rumors, brother, because nope. the problem is what happens when you don't have the next rumor? And, and a lot of this stuff has to take time to develop. So with the Sasha yep. Banks story, I'll give you a great example. And I don't mind saying his name, Raj Geary, who, who, you know, Raj has his moments, but I respect Raj. He's been on the show numerous times. I like Raj. I disagree with Raj half the time, but I like Raj. I don't think Raj is a malicious guy. I just think that, you know, he's playing an interesting role right now that is far different from what he used to be, where he was a lot more careful and the brand that he represented was a lot more careful about stuff before they put it out. Now they're just putting stuff out. They're just putting it out, Jack. At least that's what I see. Uh, but Raj put out that Sasha Banks news and Sasha Banks is still listed on the WWE website as being on the active roster. Yep. Now, look, Sasha Banks very well could be done with the WWE. That could be a foregone conclusion. That's great. But she's still on the roster and she hasn't announced that she's not oh. with the company. The company hasn't announced that she's not with it. You're putting that news out. Yep. Talking about sources say, I, I think that's pretty rotten. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, and honestly, like, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I love Raj. Um, I won't get into it on, on your show, but you, you know, part of the reason, um, <clears throat> I didn't necessarily go at it with Raj online, but you know what happened. So me basically sticking up for you at, at one point and, um, and stuff like that. Um, and honestly, I, when he, um, had wrestling Inc. I actually that was that that was my source for news. And since he's I, I'm not I don't know if he's even still at all affiliated with anymore, but it's gone way downhill in the past four weeks. It really has. It's so, been, it's um, been I longer than that. I think it's been going downhill for the past past three months. Uh, you know, it just it hasn't been it, it just it hasn't been good. Um, and, you know, you're right to put something out like that, especially with someone of Sasha's caliber, because she is uh, she's a crossover. You know, you know, you know, she's not the rock. She's not like Stone Cold. She's not John Cena. She, but you know what? She's, she's close. Thing she's, to her. she's closer than everybody. She's the closest else. thing to it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, I mean, if you're all right, if it's all right, I wouldn't mind giving my take on the whole situation. Um, the you know, as far as like with Sasha goes, I my personal opinion, and you know how much I you know she's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I I I I I. I of all, she's my favorite female superstar, and you said down. that on the show. So yeah. you know we have proof that you've said this over yeah. time, Hand, hands down. And I love, I, I I enjoy her in in every way, shape, or form. Whether it's her her ring, her her looks, her personality, everything about her, I I like. So I followed her. I've watched all the specials on her. I watched the WWE twenty four. I watched the Evil on the Peacock Network. My take on the whole thing is. Mercedes Vernado does not want to be Sasha Banks anymore. That's my take. Um, I don't think she doesn't want to wrestle. I don't think it's anything like that. 
I think she wants to be herself. She's expressed that, how difficult it was when she didn't even hear her own name for a long period of time. Um, she obviously has talked about how she struggled with mental health issues. She's been open about that. I, I admire that. I think that's wonderful. I think that that shows other young women out there that it's okay to say I needed some help. I, I, I admire her in so many ways. I just think that after 10 years of wearing a wig, I think she's done. I think she wants to be Mercedes Vernado, and I think she wants to keep going through life like that. Which leads me to think, which I don't know if this is just this probably wouldn't even happen, but wouldn't it be awesome if they took this whole thing and turned it into if it is a storyline, and then she comes back on TV and cuts a promo as Mercedes saying, I ain't going to do what the company wants me to do anymore. I am Mercedes. I am not Sasha. This is me. I'm the boss this way. I think that would be legit money for the company. Whether it happens or not, I don't know. If she's negotiating a release from the company, all the power to her. Please, I beg of you, don't go to Jacksonville. Only because... I just, I just think that will ruin your career. I think it will take away opportunities for her. And it's my opinion. It does, I don't know what's true. I don't know any of that. I just wouldn't want to see that happen to her. And I also honestly think that if she is negotiating a release, I don't think there's any way Vince is letting her go there. I think he would put it in her contract fine. You, I'll release you, but you have such and such amount of time on your contract. You are not going there at least for another 24 months or 18 months or whatever the duration of her contract is. All this is only my opinion. But I just, I really, really hope that they can work it out because I think they can both benefit from each other. I think she provides a good product. I think she's a great performer. I think she's a good representative of the company. And I think that WWE will provide her with the opportunities that will help her. I think there'll be more Hollywood roles and stuff like that. Cause I mean, honestly, I mean, you don't get cast in, in, in something like the Mandalorian in the star Wars series. Something's that popular without having some cachet. You don't get to do the opening segment of the national championship game for collegiate football on, on ESPN, unless you've got some swag. So, you know, Sasha, come back, be Mercedes, do whatever you need to do, but just please don't go to AEW. That's all I ask. Listen, I, I, I agree with everything you just said. And again, if if she's done and eventually she does wrestle again somewhere else, then you know, Tony Khan, I would love to I, I would want her to go to AEW just for this reason. They claim that they were gonna pay women equally. That has yet to happen. Then they turned it into, well, you know, the women have to be equal in experience and drawing power as the as as the men in order to make as much money as them, which is a which is just a crock of crap because they could build their own stars and build somebody up to be a draw. So, I mean, look at what they're doing with Thunder Rosa. Jesus Christ. All they're doing is burying her right now when she could be the biggest star in the whole damn company. You know, absolutely. So- Absolutely. Think, look, look, they did it to Hangman Page first. Yeah, they so sure did. So I don't know why sure why, we're, why we're shocked that they're doing it with her. Right. You know, I mean, right. I mean, have you ever seen a company that buries their champions 
the way that this company does. I'm sorry, I'm going to swear, you're fucking champions. You're champions. The people you're supposed to put out there, out front, every week, the people that are supposed to sell your tickets, you bury them on your cards. It's incredible. It's incredible. And, you know, and and this is the thing. I call it subtraction by addition. Put the belt on them so then you can devalue them by saying, well, you know, they didn't move the needle. Meanwhile, you're not doing anything to help them move the needle, but you're doing it for other people. Britt Baker gets the needle on the road and gets nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I mean, look, look, I, I actually like Brick Baker. I really do. You know, but you know what? She's not the champion right now. She's not the Thunder champion. Rose is the champion. Yeah. You know, I mean, people, people, love the, one of the things you see on Twitter all the time is, oh, I want the intercontinental title. I want the U.S. title to mean more, to mean more. All right, you AEW fan. How about your world title actually mean something? Imagine that. Imagine that. But, you know, but, you know, and I bring that up to say this. There's not a person in AEW who is a bigger attraction right now than Sasha Banks. Nobody. Nope. You look at Google Trends. You look at, you know, the overall name recognition. You look at the overall stuff. There is nobody in AEW, male or female, bigger than Sasha Banks. So I would love for Tony Khan to try to find a, a way to justify not paying that woman as much as she's as he's paying his top male star. I would love to see it. There's <laughs> well, not even anyone in AEW who's who's a, affiliated with the franchise bigger than Star Wars like yeah, Sasha is. You know, right? you know the sad thing is he's overpaid so many people. Well, he's going to listen, he I would love to see him overpay her. Yeah, you know, you know and I mean we we've talked about this offline before too. <clears throat> you know, who's to say that she doesn't know he's willing to? Good point. You know what I mean? I mean, we we talked about this. I mean, look what happened with Tony Storm and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, they just walked out. You don't think that they knew, all right, I got a job waiting for me. You don't think that they knew. I mean, we we all know that a lot of this is all takes place down in Florida. A lot of these guys live in Florida. They're all friends with each other in some way, shape, or form. You see it. They're all dating each other or something. You know, you you see it. So – you know, I mean, personally, let me ask you this, Duke. If you were working a job, right, mm-hmm. and you knew you had someone willing to pay you three times or four times what you're going to make, right, and you don't necessarily want to quit where you're working, but you know this in the back of your head, right? The second something comes up that maybe you don't like, what are you going to do? Hey, you know what? F this. I'm out of here. I know I got something lined up. That's it. I mean, that's come what, on. Because that's what Tony Storm did. That's what Jeff Hardy did. And truthfully, that's what Mustafa Ali tried to do. Yeah. But when it got to, you know, with Tony Storm, they probably figured, all right, you know, okay, it is what it is. But then with Jeff Hardy, they caught on. And they're like, yeah, no way. We're not going to, you know, look, look, these people want out of their contracts. That's fine. We're just not going to let. We're not. We can't give the impression that you're just allowed to walk out on your contract, you know. And people will come back and say, "Oh, well, they can release you from the contract anytime." That's in the terms of the contract. That's in the terms. So you sign that, knowing that, you know that. So when that all happened, and then Ali did it, you know what? So that also is what leads me to believe that they ain't letting Sasha out of this contract. No, nor should they. As much as they want to, they can. They may tell her, 
you don't have to work for us again for the duration of the contract, however long it is. But I think they're going to hold it to that contract. I, I, I do. Which is if, why if I just, you know. If is in violation of the contract, then yes, then she needs to fight that and get out. If yep. the company's not in violation of their own contract, then guess what? No, I'm not letting you out of the contract. No, yep. why? Why Why would I let you out of the contract so you can go yep. make somebody else money? It doesn't work like that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, people talk about one of the things that always drives me crazy is people say, oh, WWE fired CM Punk on his wedding day. Oh, he fucking walked out like a year before. You know what I mean? And, 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 and he walked out because, you know, after 10 times of getting his own way, he wasn't going to get his own way. So he walked out, you know? I mean, you know, that whole thing that they turned into a storyline with him, you know, the pipe bomb promo and all this other stuff, you know, he got himself a nice fat three-year contract out of that. He got a tour bus out of that. He got to face The Undertaker, WrestleMania. He got to be champion for 400 and something days, blah, blah, blah. You know, he got all sorts of good stuff out of that. He didn't want to do a promo. He didn't want to do a program with Triple H. So, blah, blah, blah. so he walked out of his contract, you know. And I still liked the guy, you know what I mean. So it's 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 it, it bothers me. And one of the things that does bother me about the Sasha situation is they say like people are like, oh my god, they never used her correctly. Come on, you can't say that with a straight face. She's main event in a WrestleMania. She's been a five time champion. She she's you know she was the first woman in Hell in a Cell. She did so many like she's done. She's she's crossed so many barriers with the company. She's had a Hall of Fame career. She absolutely. She absolutely. If she retired today and never wrestled again, she's in the WWE Hall of Fame next year. Like if she came out and said, "Look, I just don't want to wrestle anymore. I'm done. I'm moving on to Hollywood, or I'm going to raise a family, or I'm going to do something like that," she's in the Hall of Fame next year. It's easily, in my opinion, one of the top five WWE superstars of all time. Absolutely. You know, she's Absolutely. had a, she's had a great career and they've used her well. Have they they just haven't agreed on everything? So I, I admire her for sticking up for herself. I do. I just wish she would have done it in a different manner. And part of the reason I I, I feel that way is because someone like her, there are young children that love her, that look up to her. You know, like that night that they walked out. Okay, that's all well and good, and that's fine. But there were kids there that night that were particularly there to see her and Naomi. You know, you know there was a little girl there dressed up in all the glow like Naomi, and you know there were there were there were girls there that had the the, the boss sunglasses on and had the Sasha T-shirts on, and those kids got disappointed that night. And you know, I I'm sure that they're aware of that and they know that. But that's the only thing that bothered me about that night. Like, if they were really that upset, work that night, get it all said and done, and then say, you know what, we're done after tonight, and then and then then, then work it out behind the scenes after that. So at least that way they won't be advertised for shows and stuff like that. That's the only thing that really bothered me about that night. I Listen, <clears throat> I'm with you 100%, and I think that that's perspective that most people are missing here. Um I hope it's I hope people have it all wrong. I hope that there is a, a much more simple explanation for everything in that she she wrestles more in WWE. Okay? That's what I hope. 
Maybe that'll never happen. Maybe we've seen the last of Sasha Banks. And here's the thing that people got to remember. WWE owns the name and likeness. She yeah. doesn't own that. They do. She can't go somewhere else and, and play that character. No, nope. so, but she could be Mercedes, though, and I think she, that, would, that would be great. Mercedes ain't Sasha. You're right. No, you're right. So, so you start stripping away the things that make that character who they are, that make that wrestler who they are, what are you left with? A watered-down version, right? And that watered-down version, what's it like? First of all, there's not even the, the caliber of talent to work with in AEW. <laughs> So, oh, you mean you mean some of the game changers wouldn't be oh, yeah, some of the know? game changers? Yeah. You know. So, so when you see people leave and go over there, and then you see the kind of you know quality talent that they get to work with, then you start to understand. Ooh, this is rough. Yeah. Look at look at Ruby Riot. I mean, Jesus Christ, we thought well, Ruby Soho now. You know, in WWE, she was a hell of a hand. In AEW, she she looks like just a terrible jobber. Yep. That's it. You know what? You know, you know it's funny is is I I've come to realize. I mean, we've all like thought WWE's made mistakes when it comes to releases. And sure, stuff like that. sure. You know, we all have. You know, but sure. I I have I've come to the realization that I just don't think they sit there with a dartboard and throw the dart and say, okay, they're gone. I think there's some thought put into all of this. I think that I think that they just look at the numbers, brother. They look at their their uh, measurables, whatever metrics they use. How yeah. much merchandise are you selling? You know, who's watching you on YouTube? What are your segments on TV looking like? Yep. Um, you know, how many of your peers are putting you over or complaining about you? How many people have gotten injured because they're in the ring with you? Yep. You know, these are these are things. I, you know, what are, what are the what are the drivers and the and the concessions people and the people who put up the ring? What, you know, what are people generally saying about you? Are you are you good for the locker room? And I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but yep. here's what I know: for that company to release the people that they've released, especially over the past two years, there's got to be something to it because they've made more money without them than they ever made with them. Yep. No, yeah, yeah. I, I think they put some thought into it, and honestly, like. Another thing that's been going around about Twitter lately, obviously, with you know, unfortunately, Rhea Ripley not being able to wrestle Bianca Belair. You know, people are like, oh, Carmella, Carmella, Carmella. Well, you know what, though, Duke? There's something to be said about being a good employee. You know, I mean, people are like, oh, my God, why have they kept Dana Brooke around for so long? Because you know what? She does what they ask her, what she they ask her to do, and she probably doesn't complain about it. You know, Car- Carmella can be relied on. You know, she, she's, she's there. Is, is, is she the biggest draw? No, but she does her job. She does what she's asked to do. She represents the company well. So you know what? An opportunity came up. They probably said, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put her in there. Now we we both know she ain't beating Bianca Belair. We know that for a fact. But you know what? There's something to be said about being a good employee. There really yeah. is. You know, Kofi like, Kingston. Look how they, long Kofi Kingston has been there. A hundred percent. Like you know, like with Finn Balor now, people are like. Oh, Finn, this, listen, Finn's in his 40s now. You know yep. what I mean? He's, he's you know, Shinsuke, the same thing. These guys just want to make as much money as they possibly can right now so that they can live a good life after they're done. That's all they want to do. You know, and, and look, let me tell you something right now. I'll take 500 grand a year to lose on TV every week. <laughs> Sign me up. Sign <laughs> you know, me you up. Know, you know, like people talk about like Seth Rollins. I mean, look, and, and, one of the things people don't realize about this business, and I think you and I do, it's not about wins and losses. No. Okay? Nobody took more L's than The Rock. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I remember him losing to the big boss man on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Seth Rollins loses all the time. But you know what? His character is awesome. And Listen, he can play whatever role they want him to play, and he does it well. And people want to see him get his ass kicked every week. And he's making the company money, and he's making himself three million dollars a year doing it. Yep, yep. Who can argue with that? Yep. That's life ain't so bad. He has a new baby. Yep. You know what I mean? His 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 wife. She's bringing in another income there. She's probably you making know? more than he is. Yeah. So so it's like life ain't so bad in that household. No, no. It's Imagine not. that. And and and. and you know, you think a guy like Seth would have a beef, like, oh my God, people like me. Why can't I be champion? But he sees the bigger picture. Yep. You know, he's going to the WWE Hall of Fame someday. Of course he is. Of you know what I is. mean? You know, and I mean it's 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 the people that see it that way that I that I that I really, really like. Because you know they I mean? understand and Booker T said it on this show a couple weeks ago. I've always treated this thing like a business. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason yep. why I've been able to endure. That's the reason why, yep. uh, you know, things have always worked out because I understand it's business and that's all it is. Yep. Everybody who talks about for the love of the game and all that nonsense, you're, you're, you're fooling yourself. And all you fans out there who think that people are supposed to do things just for you and entertain you and because you like this and well what about this and no 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 no. it's a business first it's about making money first and if it don't make money then it don't make sense 100 let me uh you know let me let me bring up cody real quick so i've always been a fan of cody Rhodes. i've Mm -hmm. always liked him even when he went you know and then when he left wwe i you know it is what it is and I followed him all during the independence when he went to Ring of Honor, when he went to Japan. I, I really, really liked what he did with himself. And when he was one of the people starting AEW, of course, I was thrilled about it. I was like, oh, it's going to be something different. I've always liked Cody. I followed Cody AEW. I liked his work in AEW. But you're right. It's a business. Since he's left AEW, there isn't anybody in the business that I feel has become more respected and admired than him because I feel like so much happened to him in the past three years when he was with that company. I mean, he became a father, you know, he was an executive. He now sees the bigger picture of everything. And he, you know, he came back, he was actually able to convince Vince McMahon to not change anything about him to let him be the character that he developed and the pop he got at WrestleMania was fantastic. And I, I, I have a lot of respect for Cody, but I think a lot of people now have gained respect for him because he sees the bigger picture. He sees yeah. it's the business and he has to do what's good for business. And he's in a good position right now where he's going to, he's going to win. I mean, he's out right now, but he's going to come back. He's going to win the Royal rumble He's going to be champion, and, and and I'm happy for the guy. And he's developed this appreciation that I love. You know, he's signing autographs. He's he's hanging around after the shows, and he's, he's taking pictures with fans. And, you know, to get back to Seth Rollins, one of the things I love seeing on Twitter is random people post pictures of their kids with Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. They're on their own time at a coffee shop getting a coffee, and they'll sit there and they'll take a picture with a random person 
for their daughter or their son, I think that's awesome because you know why? They get it. They get what the business is about. They get it's about the fans. They get it's about, you know, being a good performer, not winning and not losing. And 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 that's why I love Cody Rhodes. And I know I just went off on a tangent, so. Well, you know, Cody Rhodes, he's going to hear that and he's going to say, see that? Somebody finally put me over on Duke Loves Wrestling because the Duke sure as hell ain't doing it. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's fine. Listen, you, can, you can find me at Wicked Smart on Twitter. You can reach out. I'm a huge fan. Recover quickly. I, I want you back. Uh, you were awesome uh, at Hell in a Cell. Um, I, I've liked your career. Just don't 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 get suplexed into any flaming tables anytime soon, okay? You I got know. a kid, buddy. You don't need to do stuff like that. Tell him, tell him. And listen, I'll tell you a funny Cody story. Um, the West Middle School out there in, in Atlanta, they reached out and shout out to Coach Davis, good guy. You know, they reached out about tickets to um, AEW Dynamite. And oh, I think I heard about this. Yeah. And, and I, I sent Cody a message and I said, you know, I'd appreciate it if you took care of these kids, man. You know, these kids, they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to afford to go to this event without you guys, you know, granting them some admission. And Cody took care of it. No questions asked, took care of it. Not a problem. And I put that I like that son of a gun over for doing that because he didn't have to do that. And, you know, and, and Cody nope. and I have an interesting interaction with each other. I, I will call him out for things that I think don't make sense. And to his credit, he understands that that's, that's my role. That's what I'm supposed to do. He doesn't always like what I have to say. Um, and sometimes he'll respond and say that. But for the most part, he'll, he'll respond and say, keep it coming, Duke. Meaning that, look, I get it, brother. You're, you're keeping me honest here. You know? Nope. Um, nope. But when the, when the guy had to step up and do right by these kids, he did it, no questions asked. And for that, He'll always have my respect above all. Good. So, yep. you know. No, I, I love hearing stories like that, Duke. I really do. You know, like, you know, I mean, I, I shared this, but like, you know, like, you know, John Cena. I don't care if you love him or you hate him. The dude has no kids of his own. But he, when I tell you, you, if you don't see how he makes every effort to, 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 to be good to his fans – you're just you, you're just you're, you're 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 crazy. That thing that he did for that family from the Ukraine was so unbelievably awesome that you know whatever. I don't care if you love him or if you hate him. The guys, I don't know him on a personal level, but he sure gives the the, the, the portrayal that he is a good freaking guy. You know, and I mean, I I will say the only somewhat personal thing I know is. Um, I had shared one of his uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation things on Facebook once, and an old high school friend of mine messaged me. and She said, hey, just so you know, um, you know, I'm a big Tampa Bay Devil Rays fan, and, and I was at a game with my son, and John Cena has season tickets. So he was at the game, and, we, and my son's a huge Cena fan. He actually, she actually said he had his Cena T-shirt on. So Cena noticed it. And Cena, like, talked to the kid all night. And then, you know, T- Cena took the kid up and got him an ice cream cone and stuff like that. And, you know, yeah, maybe it's part of being famous. But it's also you don't have to do stuff like that. You really don't. He doesn't have to take an off day and go and go greet that family from the Ukraine. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to do stuff like that. And I feel like he truly does. And when you give back like that to me, you it, you just get it. You get you get life. He's a class act, and, and shout out to John Cena. You know he's somebody that um, he has 
followed me online, and he I know he listens to Duke Loves Wrestling. We're going to be getting him on the show soon, uh, so that'll be exciting, and I'll, I'll definitely have to play that clip if he doesn't hear it yet. I'll definitely have to play what you just said there, Danny G, because that's a, that's a good call out oh, there. Pl- please do. Please do. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because I, I, I actually worked with somebody uh, years ago that was from West Newbury, where he's from, and she said the same exact thing. She goes, no, she goes, he's just a good guy. Yeah, he's a good she guy. She said he's just a good guy. He's just a nice guy. Yeah. And it, 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 it's good to see. You know, I like being able to point to people and show my kids, you know, you may not ever be him, but you can be like that. You can give back. Whether it's coaching Little League, you know, whether it's, you know, being a big brother or a big sister or or, or in some way, shape, or form, you know, you can give back to. You know, and I've done it in my time. Um, I miss it. I miss the volunteer work. Um, but you can be that. And, like, guys like John Cena, I think, are people that you can legitimately look up to. Good call. Good call, Danny G. Listen, you've already plugged your social media, so you you got ahead of the game there, brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm at Wicked Smart on Twitter. Um, Daniel F. and Govan on Instagram. You you, you can find me. Um, look, I, I like to talk. I like to have fun. I like to have a good time. I mean, professional wrestling ultimately is fun, guys. It's fun. It, and that's what it's supposed to be. Um, it was some of my best memories growing up as a kid was my dad taking me to wrestling matches. I was able to do that with my kids and, um, you know, that, that, that's all just, just have fun with it guys. It's not supposed to be a war. Um, we've talked about why it's a war several times, Duke (laughs) on our own time and stuff like that because of the idiot down in Jacksonville, but you know, just, just, just have fun with it guys. We don't, we don't have to hate each other online. And if you hate me so what, just block me. I don't care. (laughs) You know, I'm surprised you haven't brought up food, Duke. You know, you know, I'm a fat guy. I love to talk about food. Well, well, take us out with that. What's what's for dinner tonight, Danny G? Actually, I had pizza for dinner before before I came in because I knew if I was going to have a beer or two while talking to you, that if I didn't put something in my stomach, it was <laughs> it could have got real ugly. Yeah. It could have got ugly, but um, but yeah, but I, you know, we're both foodies. We know how it is. We send each other pictures and stuff of of of, of stuff that we like to make and all that. But uh, you know, you know, looking forward to getting together in person sometime soon, having a couple of pops. Damn right. Damn right. Danny G, you, you are a national treasure, my brother. Uh, we're going to have a couple of pops and then a couple more. Appreciate you, man. My pleasure, Duke. Hey, anytime. I I, I love coming on. I mean, like, like people said, we talk every day, so this was just people get to hear what we talk about. As always, my brothers, my sisters, be kind to yourselves, be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.